0: Welcome to Cinema Chop Shop. Watch. Chop. Retrofit.
1: So, I just want to take a moment to point out that the current Secretary of State is literally named A. Blinken. Nice, but this is not a Robin Hood Men in Tights podcast. Welcome to season nine, episode five of Cinema Chop Shop. This is a movie podcast that concedes that remakes are going to happen, so why shouldn't movie buffs like us decide who is recast in those iconic roles? My name is
2: Best Supporting Travactor, mm-hmm. Trava Fornication. Yes, Memoirs of a Travisible Man. I love it,
1: and I'm joined
2: as always here in the shop
1: by my co-host and co-producer Adaptation. AKA The Confirmation, AKA Scooby Doo, Shaggy's Sean (laughs) Down. In our third seat, Chop Shop Regulator, Chel Single White Female, AKA Chelma and Louise, AKA The Philadelphia Experiment. Further description of the show, the tagline says, watch, chop, retrofit, because essentially that's what we do here. We watch older movies, sometimes classic films with iconic actors, and then we retrofit them by tweaking the design with new parts. Disclaimer, we're not actually in favor of the remake, reboot, sequel-dependent cinematic culture. Watch that first step. It's a doozy. This is more of an exercise in satire and irony. We try to be funny.
2: And sometimes we succeed in a supporting role.
1: That brings us into our first segment, which is going to be movie news. And this is where throughout the week, in this case, a couple weeks, because we had a special ep last week, uh, we try to pay attention to news stories about cinema, about remakes, about things that our listeners, the chop shoppers out there, might enjoy. And unfortunately, unenjoyably, we do have two RIPs to report on. First, rest in peace and rest in power to Charles Grodin. Charles Grodin. Uh, Known for the Heartbreak Kid, the Beethoven franchise, and Broadway roles, Dead at 86, of Bone Marrow Cancer. Uh, And we were just talking about him. Yeah. Next, rest in peace and rest in power to actor Samuel E. Wright, the voice of Sebastian the Crab. He's now... Six feet under the sea. Under the sea. Yeah. And rest in peace and rest in power to him... Next, the Cher biopic is in the works from Universal from the Mamma Mia producers. She wishes she could turn back time. Uh, this one's crazy. Thundercats screenwriter says fans are not ready for the
2: film. As in, we're not ready to go see the film. Next,
1: Timothy Chalamet is going to star as Willy Wonka in the origin story uh, movie. And that's from the Paddington director.
2: I think we're going to hit uh, Chalamet Overload. Peak Chalamet? Yeah. Uh, okay. Kevin
1: Spacey is set for his first film cameo following sexual assault allegations.
0: Uh, he's playing a detective who is hunting down a pedophile.
1: A little bit on the nose. A little bit. Adam Weingard to direct Hardcore for Universal and Robert Kirkman. I'm assuming that's based on a comic book? Yeah, it's one of Kirkman's properties. Okay. Uh, that's from Deadline. Sorry, I should have been citing these sources. Via CBR, Dark Horse Comics will publish Buckaroo Bonsai against the World Crime League. Uh, for those of you who went to our watch party in your <laughs> in your house, you'll know that the end, the very end of the movie says Buckaroo Bonsai will return in Buckaroo Bonsai against the World Crime League. That movie either never was going to be made or was never made uh, as like, a joke they're doing it as a book from Dark Horse Comics and I'm I'm pretty sure that's gonna be cool that's from Comic Book Review next Hulu acquires the Hellraiser remake uh, Spyglass Media's Hellraiser re- remake will be on Hulu directed by David Bruckner who also directed um, VHS that horror oh, yeah. anthology um. Um, and written by Blades David S. Goyer also from CBR. Next, there's a report that Amazon's MGM buyout may be announced this week. It was announced. Jeff Bezos bought MGM for what 4.8 billion dollars. It's like I'm six like, oh, billion is shit. what I read. It was crazy. And so what's what's gonna happen now, Sean?
2: <laughs> They're gonna replace the the lion at the beginning of the MGM movies. With Alexa, and yeah. it's gonna sound something kinda like this. Roar. Roar
1: All right. We got a couple more late breaking stories. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. I think Chelsea Mm -hmm. has an RIP.
0: I do have an RIP from School of Rock. His name is Kevin Clark and he played the drummer. In the movie
1: or the TV show? In the movie. In the movie. Okay.
0: He played Freddie Spaz Jones and he was 32. He was killed while riding his bike in Chicago. He was hit by a car.
1: Oh, that's terrible. Right? Rest in peace and rest in power. Absolutely.
2: And rock on. All right. So I've got two late breakers. Uh, Marvel Comics has announced their casting of Craven the Hunter. Craven, of course, is a villain from the St- Spider-Man assortment of characters. And they really dug deep on their casting. Boy, right? did they? They picked Aaron Taylor Johnson, who everyone knows as Quicksilver. So- from the
1: <laughs> Avengers movies. Yeah.
2: And, of course, he's kick-ass. But... That,
1: yeah, way to dig deep there. And there were rumors uh, a few months back that they were closely eyeing Keanu Reeves. Right, that's what I role, read. Which would have been such a better
2: move. And then uh, finally, uh, Danny Masterson's rape case is underway. And what's happened is in a... In the process of the case, a lot of Scientology's sh- shady practices okay. are being mm-hmm. called into light as part of testimony, which historically Scientology has always um, been shady as fuck. Well, no, no, no. They've always gotten that sort of thing thrown out from various p- litigations. But because this case has to do with the rape, mm-hmm. several of these key things are pertinent to the case. And well, Scientology's pants are now down. So mm-hmm. I say two birds, one stone. Indeed.
1: Alright, well, that's gonna wrap us up on movie news for this week. And do you guys hear a phone ringing? That must mean it's time for the Department of Corrections Department with Chief Corrections Officer Dana. Hola,
0: Chop Shoppers! Bringing on into Corrections Villa! Jean Paul Belmondo is the actor in the original version of Breathless. Daisy Edgar-Jones was not in Master of None, but she was in the critically acclaimed Hulu series Normal People, based on the book of the same name. You want to talk about full frontal nudity? That's your show. Ugh, I'm getting verklempt. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll give you a topic. Rhode Island is neither a road nor an island. Discuss. I'll see you next week, you beautiful.
1: All right. Oh my God. That was amazing. I don't, I, I have no rebuttal. All I have is.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's going to close the doors on the Department of Corrections department for this week. Bringing us to the theme of the episode the great ST, Stephen Tobolowski, in celebration of his 70th birthday this Sunday, when this episode goes kerplunk. Stephen Harold Tobolowski, born on May 30th, 1951, is an American character actor. He is known for film roles such as insurance agent Ned Ryerson in Groundhog Day, and also a cameo he did for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Tobolowski has a monthly audio podcast as well. He's one of our peers. It's called The Tobolowski Files. It's a, a podcast of autobiographical stories from his acting and personal life. Also, in 2015, he co hosted a short lived podcast. Big Problems, an advice podcast with David Chen. He's also authored three books: The Dangerous Animals Club, Cautionary Tales, and My Adventures with God. Uh, thoughts on the man?
0: Oh, he's great. What can you you can't say anything bad about him?
2: We love Stephen Tobolowski. He, yes, he's one of the greatest supporting actor slash character actors that we've got. Um, he shows up everywhere. Yes. He's a extremely hardworking man. Uh, his, I think he has like 260 IMDB credits.
0: I think it's 277.
2: Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty intense. The guy is everywhere and he's great. He's always good. And, uh, he does a lot of short films. He does a lot of voice work and, uh, I can't say enough good things about him. And of course the cameo that he did for your birthday yeah. for, uh, Epic. yeah, it's on our YouTube channel. It's, it's on, on-
1: The Cinema Chop Shop podcast.
2: Yeah, watch the reaction video for Travis. It's great.
1: I don't know how great my reaction is, but the cameo was amazing. All right. So that being said, should we go ahead and move it into the Midnight Double feature? Sure. All right. Well, this is where we go around the panel and we each present two films that relate to our subject of the week. And we talk about why they would make a great double feature and how they're kind of related to each other, if at all. And Sean, what is your double feature?
0: Oh, sir? I get
2: to go first this week.
0: Oh God. I, strug- been, I struggle I struggle with week. change. I struggle with change. <laughs> so does he.
2: He's gonna yeah, get confused. I'm get really confused. It's
0: all right. <laughs> all right,
2: so the theme of my double feature is uh-huh. cowboy hats. Okay. White cowboy hat, black cowboy hat. Oh, kind of like a good hacker and a bad hacker in Maybe. the in the southwest. So the first film is going to be The Last Ride from 2011. This is the story of uh, Hank Williams Sr.'s final journey to play a gig up in West Virginia. and Who's it,
1: playing Hank Williams Sr.? Henry Thomas. Okay, I might have at least heard about this.
2: Former senator slash actor, former presidential candidate uh-huh. uh, Fred Thompson is in yeah. this. And uh, very briefly... all. He's too... also the founder of Wendy's. <laughs> Shut up. All too briefly, uh, Stephen Tobolowsky is in this film as the garage manager where the young man who is hired to drive Hank Williams Sr. cross-country, he works there. And Tobolowski's great in his brief freaking moment. He's sitting in like one of these obscenely tiny offices behind an obscenely tiny desk crammed up against the wall. And he's lecturing the young man about you ordered the wrong fuel filter and this is coming out of your pay. And it's, uh, it seems
1: to me then that in a lot of these roles, even as minute as they can be, he
2: steals scenes. He does. He does them very well. He's a great, uh, he's a great reporter, FBI agent, politician slash mayor. You know, he he, he does those roles very well. Insurance Um, salesman. (laughs) And the reason I, and again, uh, uh, Hate Williams Sr. wore a big white cowboy hat through the whole thing. Excellent. Before I jump to my next one, though, I did want to comment one thing. I wanted to do this at the head. Uh, you know, we talked about Ned Ryerson. Mm-hmm. He also had a stint on the TV show Glee. Yeah, what was his name on there? Sandy
1: Ryerson. Ryerson. So what's the deal with Ryerson?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was a nice little nod to Groundhog Day. So I'm pairing this with 1986's True Stories. This stars David Byrne and was directed by David Byrne. Okay. Uh, John Goodman's in it as well. And it's about Texas, Texas suburbia and the weird people in this weird town. And it was written by one Stephen Tobolowski. He wrote it. Yes. And David Byrne famously has a big black cowboy hat as he is riding in his big Cadillac convertible all through the town, pointing out the neighborhoods and the houses and telling you their stories. That so, sounds pretty awesome. So there's, there's my double feature. I love it. All right, over to you, Chelsea.
0: Uh, So, the theme of mine is good versus bad. Uh Uh-huh. So, my first movie is from 2014. I've used it before in a double feature, but it's just that fucking good that we can use it again. Word. Uh, Mr. Peabody and
1: Sherman. Mr. Peabody and Sherman, the uh, CG animated kids movie. Yep. Who does he play? He's the principal. Principal Purdy. Perfect. I
0: fucking love this movie. Um. And I'm pairing that with the shittiest movie ever made.
1: Do you have to go in the way way back machine to find it?
0: No, just a, <laughs> just a few years. It's from 2006. Okay. It's called Failure to Launch.
1: Okay, this is bad. It's yeah. so
0: fucking bad.
1: Give us a give us a reminder of who stars in Failure Matthew to Launch.
0: Matthew McConaughey uh-huh. and Sarah Jessica Parker. Right.
1: It's just how could you not, not win with that combo? She should be his running mate for the Texas governor race.
0: No. No.
2: And so what did Tobolowski do in this film?
0: He was a guy named Bud. Listen, I d- could not finish this movie. Oh, wow. I thought it was just fucking awful.
1: But you, but More did, like failure to land.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Did you see Steven Tobolowski at least?
0: I probably did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's that kind of guy. All right. So over to me. Thank you, Chelsea. I appreciate that. And I've got two comedies. Uh, the obvious one is Groundhog Day, which we've... Talked about at length. No need to explain anything about that. But I'm pairing it with Spaceballs. One of my all-time favorite movies. Because it's amazing. One of Mel Brooks' best movies. It wasn't super well-received at the time because it was a Star Wars parody, essentially, 10 years after Star Wars came out. Uh, But it's great. We've got... In a distant galaxy, planet Spaceball has depleted its air supply, leaving its citizens reliant on a product called Perry Air. In desperation, Spaceball's leader, President Scrooge, <laughs> President Scrooge, played by Mel Brooks, orders the evil Dark Helmet played by Rick Moranis to kidnap Princess Vespa played by Daphne Zuniga. Zuniga uh of oxygen rich druidia and hold her hostage in exchange for air funny she doesn't
2: look druish yeah
1: (laughs) but help arrives for the princess in the form of renegade space pilot lone star played by sean's favorite bill pullman and his half man half dog partner he's a mog his name is barf played by john candy and that's just the tip of the iceberg folks if you've never seen space Balls unsubscribe to this podcast and go watch it.
2: And Tobolowski plays the captain of the
1: guard. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Thank you. So I just went with two great comedies where he shows up. One's, one's a bigger role in, in Groundhog Day. He has more screen time, but, uh, just two great movies. Everybody go watch
2: them. Fantastic.
1: All right. That wraps us up on the midnight double feature, bringing us to our feature segment, which is the recast. And this is where we each, in advance, watch a older movie that has to do with our theme. Uh, in this case, it's Steven Tobolowsky. So each of these movies that we're going to talk about stars, not stars, features Stephen Tobolowsky at some point. And the first one is going to be Swing Shift from 1984, directed by Jonathan Demigloss. Demitas? Demi Moore. Jonathan yeah. Demi. No, uh, Just Demi. And it's got an 87% on Rotten Tomatoes. Do you think that's high or low?
2: Um, it's a little high. A little high? I think. Uh, I didn't have any real problems with this movie okay. like you did. <laughs> uh,
1: during the Second World War, a Navy wife helps the war effort by taking a job in the local aircraft factory, where she meets a man declared unfit for mil- military service who sweeps her off her feet over five months uh when her husband returns on a furlough things begin to get very complicated the film includes cameos from singer belinda carlisle and cult director roger corman uh this is basically rosie the riveter the movie if rosie was a cheating whore and jody played a mean trumpet i texted sean last night and i unbeknownst to him (laughs) I was only 30 minutes into the movie, and I was like, all the dudes in this movie are toxic. And he's like, well, actually, and
2: what did you explain? Well, Ed Harris's character, which uh, he could have reacted like an uber male and really... Beat Kurt Russell's ass. Well, he could have beaten his ass. He could have beaten Goldie Hawn's ass. He could have double murdered them. But to the movie's credit, he played it uh, hurt and vulnerable, and uh, really that allowed us to see Goldie Hawn as the cheating whore. Uh Uh-huh. Which I was surprised that they did that, mm-hmm. being that she was the lead role. Yeah. So
1: she takes this job in the factory. And the very first day, she almost drills through Kurt Russell's sleeve. And he's her lead man, which is the position, the team, the team leader. Uh, and she works really, really hard. And eventually she becomes a, quote, lead man. And the whole time, for five months, every week, he asks her out and every week she says no but i i guess she gets lonely it, i i don't abide by cheaters <laughs> and and my wife feels the same way
0: no i don't either but here's the other thing that you have to understand that i think gets lost mm-hmm. a little bit we live in a world where we can pick up our phones anytime and talk to somebody true as somebody they were corresponding
1: who, with snail mail
0: well and as somebody who was used to be married to someone in the military. Mm -hmm. It was even difficult in this day and age to get communication. So I can only imagine that it was pretty shitty in the Mm forties.
2: Well, yeah, they even, there was a scene where the woman gets a letter and she goes, it's only a month old, Right, you know? So Yeah. yeah, I get that. I get that. And the other thing I learned watching this movie, Christine Lottie is tall. Yeah. She's really tall. Holy cow. She's a tall drink of water. Um, the
1: other thing that we should point out is the scene where Goldie Hawn slow motion runs over to save the girl from the falling propeller oh, yeah. engine. Violet. That was pretty cool. It was like some, I wanted to hear the $6 million man <laughs> noises.
2: <laughs> and of course, lastly, we have to give credit to the man of the hour. Steven Tobolowski. He plays two roles at the very end of the film. He is the narrator of their uh, newsreels, the documentary, and the documentary where they're telling the young ladies that once this war is over, you can go back to your kitchens and your yeah. families. And then uh, he switches roles within like the same scene, and he's standing at a podium with Roger Corman uh, talking to the ladies to let them know that uh, you know turn in your turn in your shit, go home. I was interested, um, and I should have looked this up. I wonder
1: how far into Kurt and Goldie's relationship this movie yeah is. yeah Sometimes. it had to be pretty easy Dana get on that Dana please so speaking of them the roles that we're going to recast are Kay Walsh played by Goldie Hawn who was 39 Lucky Lockhart played by Kurt Russell who was 33 I also didn't know she was older than him didn't either uh, Hazel Zanussi played by Christine Lotte who was 34 Jack Walsh played by Ed Harris uh, first 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 scene in the movie, he's in a towel. Uh, he was 34. And then we've got French DeMille or Frenchie DeMille. We're going to call him Frenchie. <laughs> Frenchie DeMille and the also the documentary narrator. So uh, he's he's pulling a double tap on this one. And Stephen Tobolowski was 33. Sound good? Sounds great. All right. So we're going in correct order this time. First... Chelsea, can you give us your recast for Kay Walsh?
0: Yeah, so I aged her down just slightly, slightly. Um, this actress was in the movie Room, Captain Marvel, The Avengers. I went with Brie Larson.
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's real good. And she's a great actress. She's adorable. I have nothing bad to say about that pick. Over to you, Sean.
2: I was tempted to, to cast... Uh somebody with some very expressive eyes because that's what goldie's known yeah. for. So, but I backed off it because I really wanted somebody with some comedy chops. Cause that's kind of critical in uh, goldie Hans repertoire, even though she I wasn't thought,
1: really funny in this. I thought that she was mostly known for her full
2: body tattoos. They forced her to get on laughing. <laughs> in. So anyway, this actress is 36 years old. You'll know her from The Wedding Ringer, from Virtuosity. She's the voice of Harley Quinn. You'll uh-huh. know her as Penny from Big Bang Theory. I went with Kaylee Cuoco.
1: Okay. I you guys her.
2: You guys both went with blondes. I did not. Uh,
1: I switched it up a little bit. My actress is 39 now as well. She was in She's Out of My League. She's in El Camino, the movie, not the car. And she's also Jessica Jones on Jessica Jones. I went with Kristen Ritter.
2: Nice. Yeah.
1: Kristen Ritter will be my K Walsh. Uh, next up, we've got Lucky, Lucky Jody Lockhart. Kurt Russell was thirty-three. Chelsea, who did you pick for this?
0: My actor was again in the Avengers movies and such, and in um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier okay. TV show. I went with Sebastian Stan.
1: Sebastian Stan. That's interesting. Uh, tell me who your first one was again. Brie Larson. Okay, so I, I, I'm smelling a theme here. Smelling a theme. No. they're. I mean, they're both in Marvel movies, but they, who isn't? It's just a
0: coincidence.
1: Who isn't?
2: <laughs> right? Sean, over to you. Who <laughs> was a 33-year-old actor from Austin, Texas, uh-huh. in honor of Stephen Tobolowski's mm-hmm. home state of Texas. Um, he should be the one running for governor. Right? Holy cow. That'd be great. Um, I, he was in uh, Hidden Figures. He was in Everybody Wants Some. Mm-hmm. He was in The Expendables 3. And right now he is in Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. It's a TV series. His name is Glenn Powell. Glenn Powell. Glenn Powell. Okay. Oh, my don't, God. I'm not familiar with him.
0: Me neither. But that was the name of my um, commander when I was in the Navy.
1: Whoa. Whoa. I know. My Things just blown. got real. <laughs> All right, my pick for uh, Lucky is 32 now. He was in Nancy Drew, the movie, not the girl. He was in House at the End of the Street and Bates Motel. His name is Max Therio. Max Therio. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That guy.
2: Yeah, that like okay. guy.
1: He seems like he could uh, wear somebody down. <laughs> um, next, we've got Hazel. Now, she basically becomes uh k's best friend right yeah but she
2: didn't start out that way no no
1: doesn't start out that way
2: or tramp
1: they would that, yell at her when she would walk by yeah that's what ed harris's character would yell yeah. at her yeah yeah and and goldie hawn thought it was so funny uh but she's a singer she's a singer in a nightclub and she's got a uh very volatile if not toxic relationship with the club owner biscuits biscuits <laughs> um <laughs> so yeah i wish we would have had room to recast biscuits because fred ward is the best he's
2: a great actor talk uh, about supporting actor
1: yeah so hazel zanussi played by christine Lotti, was 34 the, the actress was 34 and who did you pick chelsea
0: my actress was in the sisterhood of the traveling pants Sin mm-hmm. city and gilmore girls i went with alexis Bledel.
1: okay alexis Bledel. right on
2: over to you sean um I went with the 34-year-old actress. Uh, she's a favorite of the show. She was in Phantom of the Opera. She was in Mystic River, The Day After Tomorrow. Emmy. And Shameless. I went with Emmy Rossum. Ooh. She's great. My dad loves her, too. And she's been pregnant. Yeah. Like, she was pregnant the whole last season. Yeah, that she
0: just had a baby. Baby Somehow, was born, they, like, they a few days have, ago.
1: Does she have an Audi navel?
0: She I, did in the photos they posted on Instagram. I'm for
1: that. Uh my pick... what the fuck is 30 now? She was in the courier, the recent uh Benedict Cumberbatch film. She's in I'm your woman and the Marvelous Miss Maisel, her name is Rachel Brosnan,
2: Brosnahan. Brosnahan? Yeah, she's good.
1: Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. that I think that she's got that kind of uh aloofness that Christine Lottie's character uh, are you addressing me? Well, you're barking up the wrong tree. Yep. Next, we've got Jack Walsh. Uh, he's been he's been shipped out, and she decides that she's gonna she's gonna do the deed on D-Day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Ed Harris was 34 when he played Jack Walsh. Walsh and uh, Chelsea
0: again in the Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. I chose Captain America himself, Chris Evans.
2: Yeah, he's a soldier. Yeah, right. Yet there's no theme.
0: There wasn't. Well, Alexis Bledel doesn't fit it. She wasn't.
2: Are you sure? Yes. Did you double check? Yes, I just
0: did (laughs) because I was like.
2: (laughs) Um, And Sean, over to you. I went with an actor who is uh, 36 years old. Um, He was in Four Brothers on the Road. A film that you and I liked a lot, Mudbound. Oh, Mudbound's good. And he was in Tron Legacy I went with Garrett Hedlund. Yeah, Garrett Hedlund's good. That's a good choice, dude. He kind of looks like yeah. that Max Theriot guy. Yeah, there's some weird like DNA swapping going on.
1: Mm. My pick for Ed Harris, or Jack Walsh rather, is 33 now. He was in 21 and over. He was in Pitch Perfect. He was on Glee and he's in Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. His name is Skylar Aston. Skylar Aston, yeah. And just for Chelsea, he's in a towel, just like, nice. just like Ed Harris was in his opening scene.
2: A friend of the show, Dr. Bob, made a comment on my tweet when I checked this in about, I don't remember much about this movie except for the towel scene yes. with Ed Harris. <laughs> That's great. All right,
1: we've got one more, and it's the man of the hour. Frenchie DeMille slash documentary narrator, two different characters, played by the great ST, Stephen Tobolowski. He was 33. Chelsea, who you got?
0: Okay. I struggled with this. Yeah? So hard. And then I was, I made a decision. My actor was born on May 30th. Same birthday. 1971. Different year. Yep. Uh, He was in The Big Bang Theory, Children's Hospital. I went with John Ross Bowie.
1: Which one is he on the Big Bang Theory?
0: He was Barry.
1: Oh, Barry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the one with the weird speech. Yes.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: Have you ever seen the um, cannabis spinoff, The Big Bong Theory? I have not. It's only on YouTube. I like that, though. That's good. I think that we were all kind of leaning nerdy with our picks, right?
2: Maybe a little. A little bit. So over to you, Sean. All right. I'm excited about this one. My actor is... um... 33 years old. Mm -hmm. He is from Texas. Mm -hmm. And he shared the screen with Mr. Tobolowski on the TV show Glee. He was in True Blood. He was in When We Rise. And of course, he was in Glee. I went with Kevin McHale. Oh, Oh, wow. I love him. That is an interesting pick.
1: Yeah. All right. All right. I see you over there, Sean. I'm working. I'm working this week. Well, I see that, and I will raise you this actor, who is 33 now. He made his directorial debut with the masterpiece Money Plane. He was on (laughs) Blossom and Brotherly Love with his (laughs) brothers. I'm talking about Andy Lawrence, Andrew fucking Lawrence. I
0: shit you not, I shopped him. Yeah, well, he's
1: (laughs) the right age, and, I mean, who doesn't love a good Money Plane? basically... (laughs) Stephen
2: Wobolowski. And mostly I just wanted it
1: for that. Yes. All right. Um, So, final thoughts on Swing Shift.
0: Listen, I liked it.
1: I liked it too. I I really did. Despite my strong feelings about um, uh, fidelity and the lack of it in this film, also, everything was fine at the end, everything was cool.
0: I just love the relationship between um, Kay and Hazel. Yeah,
1: that was good. Oh, also, we should mention um, that uh, the, the other actress who, this was an early... Role for her, she's in Raising Arizona. Oh, yeah, Holly, Holly Hunter, Hunter is in this. Your fave.
2: Does, yeah, her does, mouth was actually in the middle of her face. Yeah, it
1: was before that that rrr, car
2: accident. Rrr, rrr. It was before that propeller hit her in the face. I liked it, and I think this movie should be on some other streaming services because we it was all, hard to
1: find. We all had to rent it. My mm-hmm. lovely wife Michelle Drink paid a dollar ninety nine on we Amazon too. Prime. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. she didn't know she was doing that until they emailed her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was worth the two bucks. All right. Oh, yeah. So with that, we're going to head into intermission, but not before we say, let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby and, and get, get ourselves some Toblerones. <laughs>
0: and some Tobo Chicos. <gasps>
1: And for those of you just tuning in, you're listening to the Chop Shop Morning Zoo on WCCS 85.5 FM, The Shop, with Travis The
2: Brew Boss,
0: and me, Chelsea, The Regulator, where we'll be breaking down the recasts
1: of your precious childhood movies all morning morning
2: long.
1: And if you can't listen on your toilet or in your car, just search
2: for Cinema Chop Shop on Podbean.com. And it came to pass that the Lord Pod saith unto the Chop Shoppers to go forth to rate to review and to subscribe to Cinema Chop Shop on all of your social media and your podcaster apps. Now it's about time for the holy sacrament of a beer check-in. You too can follow the path to Cinema Chop Shop on Untapped. That's U N T A P P D. Everyone. Hallelujah! Praise
0: Jesus! Amen. Well, hello there, all you naughty Chop Shoppers. So, you like to listen? Oh, you're bad. Wouldn't you also love to see all of our hot pictures and posts on our very own social media? Just search for Cinema Chop Shop on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you think you can handle it.
2: This weekend on CCS Wrestling
1: Woo! If you miss this event, you suck! Woo! It'll be the ultimate
0: recasting extravaganza you have ever seen Between the challenger
1: Trontastic Ron I'm going to rip his face off Woo!
0: And the defending champ
2: Little Thanos You ain't got nothing,
1: brother I can't stop saying woo! It's an actual medical condition So if you've got a problem with that, we'll see you in
2: Gmail, where you can send us comments, corrections, concerns, and complaints. That's CinemaJobShop at gmail.com. Do you
0: need a used movie? Good credit, bad credit, no credit, no problem.
1: Come on down to Wacky Trav's Cinema Chop Shop Blowout Sale. He's He's out out of of his his mind. mind. Where we can guarantee you, you'll go home happy. Social security number, criminal background check, and blood sample required. Side effects may include euphoria, hallucinations, and delusions of grandeur. So please remember to... Watch Chop retrofit. Retrofit. Alright, welcome back, Chop Shoppers. Thank you for bearing with us during intermission. Chelsea did not pee in the yard. I didn't. But do you know what next week's episode is?
0: Uh hell yeah, I do.
1: What is it? Dance movies. So we have a sneak preview, question and answer, for this upcoming week's trivia. And this is it. Who directed the 2012 male stripper film Magic Mike?
2: Oh, shit. Oh, I should know this. Fuck.
1: He has an alliterative name. It's not Steven Spielberg. Steven Soderbergh. Steven Soderbergh is oh. correct. All right. So with that, what do we like to do after intermission, Sean? Well, we're going to do beer check-ins.
2: What do we got? Well, I got an interesting one. This is from Six Point Brewing. Uh, you might know them for their beer, Resin. The Resin, yeah. Uh, this is called Trail Haze. This is a light beer. It's 4% alcohol, 99 calories, brewed in collaboration with REI. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is a light, hazy, dry hopped.
1: Light beer. If it doesn't say somewhere on the can, pack it in, pack it out. I then think it does. They're missing a. They're no. missing a solid opportunity. I think
2: there's a big uh, description at the end. This is the beer that I want to brew. I want to brew a light beer that actually tastes like something. Okay. Trademark, registered trademark, by the way. <laughs> a light beer that actually tastes like something. Yep. That's the
1: name of the beer. All right. It's a little bit, little bit wordy. Oh, I can, I can deal with this. Because you know I'm very picky.
2: Yeah, well, I can deal with it, too, because it's light, and, and it's you can good. crush the shit out mm-hmm. of this.
1: Uh, for the listeners here in, our, uh, here in our state, it's been
2: upper to mid-90s all week. Oh, God. It's been pretty brutal. Yeah, summer's here, and it's beating the shit out of us. Yeah, Ooh, that's lovely. Isn't that nice?
1: All right, while we enjoy that, I think it's time to get into the 2021 Movie Marathon. And it is, as of this recording, the 148th day of the year, and I'm once again living on the edge. I'm on number 148.
2: Sean?
1: 183. 183? 222. But how many movies have you seen? (laughs) 222 movies. That's amazing. What is your first check-in, Chelsea?
0: It's from 2021. It's called The Woman in the Window. Uh, this is
1: the um companion piece to The Man in the Mirror?
0: It's not. Um, stars Amy Adams. She's an agoraphobic and it's a lot like a modern day rear what is it rear, rear window.
1: window. Yeah. Um who is who you said Amy Adams is in it? Who mm-hmm.
0: else? Gary Oldman.
1: Gary Oldman.
0: Julianne Moore, Jennifer Jason Lee
1: That's a great cast. What year?
0: 2021. It just came out. Oh,
1: I haven't seen this. Right on. I did not like this. Oh, you didn't like it. Not a recommend? Chelsea?
0: I, okay. Not nearly as good as Rear Window, but Mm -hmm. I still kind of liked it.
1: We can tell how much you like Rear Window by the enunciation of
2: it. Shut up. Uh, Sean, over to you. First check-in. All right, I'm checking in The Swimmer. This is a movie from 1968 starring Burt Lancaster. Whoa. And, uh, so Bert's, you know, hanging out with some friends at their swimming pool at their mm-hmm. house, and he notices some neighbors like next door. They put in a pool too, and he starts thinking, "Wow, you know what? I could swim from pool to pool to pool to get home across the county." I mean, you got to get out between yards. He does. And so he decides to, to take this on. This is a weird goal. He Yeah, it is. And uh, he stops and you know he visits with the friends. He drinks along the way, too. So he's getting pretty plastered. And uh, he hits on women along and the way. You said 1960s, right? 68, yeah. 68. So um,
1: backyard fences and guard dogs hadn't been invented yet? Not a lot.
2: Not a lot in this uh, California suburbia, no. Those weren't invented until... Uh, what day was it? Ferris Bueller's day off. There you go. So um, he comes across a party and at this party is a 15 no she's not 15. She's in her 20s now. She used to be his family's babysitter and she admits she had a crush on him. Mm -hmm. And so he starts hitting on her pretty hard and he gets really creepy. Uh, And that's when you know something dark's going on. Like he like, when I say creepy, he's like like aggressively trying to make out with her. And she's like, go away.
1: Speaking of aggressively creepy and dark and the age of 15, France just set for the first time an age of consent at 15.
2: Lovely. Yeah. So he continues to make his way across the County. He comes across some old friends of his and they start to give him shit about how he doesn't hang out with them anymore. Ultimately he ends up back at his house and it's raining by that point And, um, I'm not going to spoil the ending, but it's it's a really dark, twisted look at Suburbia. Okay. Yeah. At, at first, I was like, this is a bizarre movie, and I thought it was, it'd be funny to remake it as a comedy starring Will Ferrell. More like Disturbia. But by the end of it, yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, pretty cool movie. I'd never heard of it and uh, kind of liked it. Fair enough. All right. My first check-in
1: uh, is not a good movie. It's from 1992. And the reason I watched it is because I went to some website where it was like, if you like this, check out this. And I typed in Buckaroo Bonsai. <laughs> and so this came, in, came up. It's called Mom and Dad Save the World. This is number 139 for me. It's from 1992. An alien overlord played by John Lovitz plans to blow up the earth. But first, he snatches and proposes to marry an earth man, Jeffrey Jones, wife. Terry (laughs) Gar, oh so bad but somehow quite fun yeah we're not it was not getting any um nominations but I mean they just put those three in a movie right oh also there was these weird alien like English bulldog like like anthropomorphized English bulldogs those were kind of (laughs) cute nice over to you Chelsea what's your next one
0: my next one is from 2016 it's called six la love stories starring the man well
2: yeah no he totally he dominated this movie
0: yeah man of the hour um and his there it's like a series of vignettes about six different couples in los angeles
1: are they interconnected no no not at all true vignettes
0: yeah and his he stars with beth grant was fucking hilarious. It okay. was so funny.
2: You'd know Beth Grant from Donnie Darko. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: The uh some of them were good, some of them were bad. It listen, it's a mediocre movie. It's six
2: LA love stories. Yeah. Okay. It's fun. Right on. Um, uh, I'm gonna check in at Tobolowski as well. This is Memoirs of an Invisible Man. Every time you start off saying that, I think you're gonna say Geisha. <laughs> Memoirs of a Travisible Man. Yes. Uh, this stars, of course, Chevy Chase. Um, I found it mildly entertaining. Mm-hmm. For 1992, I found the special effects pretty good. Better um, or worse than Modern Problems? Better than Modern Problems. The movie or the special effects? Uh, both. Okay. Chevy is uh, accidentally in a asleep in a building or something. Then he wakes up and he's invisible because of an accident, an industrial accident. And he's like an investigative reporter, maybe. I don't know. Uh, but the cool part is, is that uh, Tobolowski's in it and, you know,
1: he's great. He, he makes the movie better. Do you remember that time that Chevy Chase made that town in Maryland name themselves after him? Shut up. <laughs> Not true. My next one is going to be, uh, it's kind of unfortunate as well. It's called Vanquish. And it stars uh, Rose. What's her name? Rose uh she was on Orange is the New Black. It's not Lily Ruby Rick. Rose, Ruby Rose. It stars Ruby Rose and also Morgan Freeman. And um my review. Surely this is not the reason Miss Rose left a certain TV role that I will not mention because I do not want fanboys to troll me or her. <laughs> <laughs> Over to you Chelsea.
0: My last movie is from 2018 and again stars Steven. All right. Um, It's called Strange Nature. Hell yeah. It's fucking weird.
1: Is uh, it weird in a good way? Y- uh, yeah. Like, do I want to watch it?
0: Not tonight, but okay. like if you're bored. So they're in a town in Minnesota and they start noticing like all these really deformed frogs. Say it right. No. No.
1: Minnesota.
0: I had an accent outburst earlier. Oh,
2: good. I heard it. (laughs) Dogs.
0: They're really deformed and they're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. Mm -hmm. And Stephen plays the mayor of the town and he's like kind of brushing everybody off. Like, no, this isn't a big deal. Nothing to
1: see here, folks. It's all part of the show.
0: But then, like, dogs are having disgusting puppies. Women are having gross, deformed babies. Mm -hmm. Like, it's fucking.
1: Mm. gross yeah but Mm -hmm. the best
2: part of the movie Stephen Tobolowsky well it is the the lead actress is trying to convince the mayor that he needs to look into this and he's he's like well you know the chemical company blah 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 and business and this and this it's you know a couple of deformed frogs is really no big deal and she pulls out the picture of the deformed baby and beautiful (laughs) beautiful Stephen Tobolowsky Oh, that's oh, it's bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's so good. That is awesome. All right. I will check it out at some point. All right. My uh, my next one. Uh, this is from 1970. It's called Deep End. I would just watch this one today. It's the coming of age story in which an English boy takes a job as an attendant at a public bathhouse and falls for his older female co-worker. Uh, music by Cat Stevens. Oh, Yeah. Yusuf Islam. Yeah. Um, I kind of I kind of dug it. It was kind of cool. It was, it's been restored uh, a couple of years ago, so the film quality was really nice. And uh, I believe it. I had read that it was filmed in like Bavaria in hmm. Germany, even though it was set in England. And I was really um, struck by the fact that this is a 15-year-old boy working a bathhouse where it's pretty much expected that you're going to get propositioned by the customers. And if you're cool with that, you're going to get a good tip way to let the cat out of the cradle with a silver spoon, Sean. Yeah. Well that I'm not giving away the surprise ending. Uh, I was not expecting. So, uh, okay, pretty decent.
1: All right. Over to me. My final check-in for this week is going to be a movie that I think everybody and their grandma has seen by now. It's called army of the dead. Uh this is for Netflix directed by Zack Snyder. Ugh. And that's how Sean feels about it. <laughs> my review. Better than
2: Justice League. Fight me. I like it. I'm gonna hand over another beer by the we way. Kill this. this is a hazy IPA from Six Point. As you can tell, I bought like a multi-pack. This is called Hootie. Oh my can. There you go. That was good. That was, that was good. really good. It was like a six percent uh, hazy IPA. I
1: thought you were going to say my rendition was six percent. That's good. what I thought he was saying too. Give <laughs> it. That, <laughs> <was, laughs> that was good. That was good. That was like six <laughs> percent. What the fuck? <laughs> I give it six Tobolowskis. of of percentages while we're talking about those. Uh, my Portland Trailblazers lost Game Three last night. They're down two to one, and historically, teams that are down two to one in the playoffs have a 24 percent chance of winning the series so i am retaining 24 percent hopefulness i
2: i like it yeah yeah they're they're kicking ass with some of these lighter ipas yeah sessionable yeah all right that means it's time for the second
1: part of our feature segment the recast continued part two continued part two continued part two over and over and over And this movie is going to be one that I think I liked more than you did, Sean. I don't know how Chelsea feels about it, but it's from 1990. And it's called Welcome Home, Roxy Carmichael, directed by Jim Abrams. And it's got a 44% on Rotten Tomatoes, Eh, ballpark-ish, yeah. Uh, So movie star Roxy Carmichael is abandoning the bright lights of Hollywood, California and returning to her small Ohio hometown, at least long enough to dedicate a city building. And now the whole town of Clyde, I didn't know the town's name was Clyde, uh, is bracing for Carmichael's return. Most Most of all, her now married old flame Dalton Webb, played by Jeff Daniels, and troubled teen Dinky Bassetti, played by Winona Ryder. An orphan with few friends, Dinky is convinced that Carmichael is her birth mother and that the actress will reclaim her when she returns. Uh, my review was that this is a kind of a coming-of-age movie about discovering who you are and who you really are, something like that. I, it the the message was a little bit muddled.
2: Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mentioned to you Wednesday night. I think that this film would have benefited from a better director. You said uh, John, he- no, John Waters. John Waters. I said John Hughes. Well, the reason I said John Waters is because they kind of had this cool visual going with. Uh, Roxy Carmichael's obsession with pink uh-huh. and I could see that even being pushed further into like this pink kind flamingos. Of quirky over the top kind of weirdness kitch. Um, yeah kitch I mean you could even you could even throw uh, Tim Burton into the mix mm. for that kind mm-hmm. of delivery for me something about that was missing from the film because once you get to the punchline of the movie it's like okay I, I was kind of disappointed
0: yeah
1: One of those three options, I believe, is still alive. So I guess we got to go with Tim Burton, right?
2: (laughs) (laughs) John Waters is still alive. Is he?
1: Oh, good. Stay alive, John Waters. Uh, Chelsea, your thoughts on this film?
2: Uh, I kind of
0: feel the same way that Sean did. I wasn't really invested in any of the characters in the way that we were presented. Mm -hmm. I didn't have any sort of connection with them. And then the ending happened and it was like, Okay, let's mm-hmm. go home now. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, also the the kind of jock guy who is well, he's not really a jock, but he's he's the guy that she isn't interested in in first, but eventually, eventually takes an interest in. Gerald looks at,
0: looks braces. Exact,
1: <laughs> he looks exactly like Trevor Lawrence, the now NFL quarterback who yes. led led the Clemson Tigers to a national championship. <laughs> All right. So we've got Dinky, played by Winona Ryder, Denton, played by Jeff Daniels, Elizabeth Zachs, who's a counselor mm-hmm. uh, that Dinky's mom sends her to, the, or the new school guidance counselor, sorry, and she kind of uh, develops a, a matronly kind d- of relationship. Dynamic relationship. Yeah. yeah. And then we've got Mayor Bill Klepler. Klepler and <laughs> played by Stephen Tobolowski, who was 39. Is that right? Did I get yes. all that? Okay, so first up, Dinky Bassetti. Who's your pick, Chelsea?
0: My actress was in the terrible fucking movie, The New Mutants, but oh. she redeems herself because she's in Game of Thrones. I went with Maisie Williams.
1: Ah, all right.
0: Kind of quirky, like the, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, the little Winona rider vibe. The mom buys her a $30 sweater, and she, drives, she dyes it black. Yeah. Okay.
2: Sean? Uh my pick is nineteen years old. Um she was crew on X-Men Apocalypse. Crew with a K? No, she was just on the the crew, oh. the set crew. And uh but she plays herself and pretty much anything else that's video related. I went with uh Billie Eilish. Oh.
1: Okay. Interesting. She was she was crew on X-Men Apocalypse? Is that yeah. what you said? Yep. That's weird. What was she doing there? I don't know. <laughs> um, my dinky. I don't want to hear about your dinky. Know, right? My dinky, Bassetti, uh, is 18 now. She She's in I Remember the Future, Little Lunch, and oh, I, I recognize this. The Secret Society of Second Born Royals. Her name is Olivia Diebel. Olivia Diebel hmm. is my pick. Don't know her. Me neither. Next up, we've got Denton Webb, uh, the old flame, played by, and he's kind of like a maternal, or sorry, a paternal figure to her. the The guidance counselor and Denton Webb are like a, like her surrogate parents in this movie. Yeah. Um. So Denton Webb, played by Jeff Daniels, he was thirty five, and Chelsea.
0: Jeff Daniels plays such a good, like, geeky dad. Mm-hmm. Like, I just had dad jokes running in my head. Yes. And that was my inspiration behind this pick. My actor was in uh, A Simple Favor, other movies, but you'd know him from Shit's Creek. He was Ted Mullins, the vet, Dustin Milligan.
1: Dustin Milligan. All right. Sean?
2: Um, I went with a 35-year-old actor who knows a thing or two about... Uh, Having a child early on in his life okay. and having to deal with that, uh, you would know him from *Marriage Story*, *Fear*, um, as well as uh, *Downward Dog*, huh. the TV series. But uh, he was in *Raising <laughs> Hope*. It's Lucas Neff. Ah,
1: oh, okay
2: that that Top show uh, was pretty good. I like *Raising it. Hope*. Uh, Plimpton was really good in it. Martha, Martha.
1: Uh, okay, my. Denton Webb is 34 now. He's in Enola Holmes, Adrift, and Me Before You. His name is Sam Claflin. Sam Claflin is going to be my Denton Webb. And just in case you're wondering, I have no theme. Next up, we've got Guidance Counselor slash mom figure maternal
2: figure to I mean she does you? go into a dressing room with her and right they both get well you can't do that today no you can't <laughs> do that today sorry uh, play by Layla Robbins who is
1: 31 and Chelsea who are you thinking about for this
0: so the scene you're referencing was kind of my inspiration behind this mm-hmm. I identified with Winona Ryder in that scene like so hard like looking at this woman who looks like a grown up and perfect and she's like hmm, maybe mine will grow someday
1: Understood. They
0: won't. Um, <laughs> my actress. Oh God! Surprise, surprise. She was in uh, Wonder Woman eighty four and 1984, Wonder Woman eighty
1: four. That's a that's a DC property, not Marvel.
0: I know. But um, I went with Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. I would be intimidated. Yeah. Much and like she felt.
1: She was a she was a Miss Universe, wasn't she? Miss Israel, at least. Sean. Who's your pick for Elizabeth Zax?
2: I with a 30-year-old actress, and I was really surprised that she's only 30. I guess we've kind of grown up with her. You would know her from Silver Linings Playbook, mm-hmm. American Hustle, yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
2: X-Men First Class, uh-huh. Winter's Bone, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence.
1: Jennifer Lawrence. J-Law. I have no problem with that whatsoever. I think she could actually pull it off pretty well. My Elizabeth. I guess
0: Gal Godot can't.
1: My Elizabeth. <laughs> well, I don't think there's any question that uh, Jennifer Lawrence is a superior actress to Gal Gadot. My pick is 31 now. She was in Mean Girls 2. Don't get excited. Mean Girls 2. American Reunion. My Super Psycho Sweet 16. Her name is Autumn Dial. Autumn dial is going to be my hmm. Elizabeth
2: Zacks. So she's a hot guidance counselor? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, you don't think that Layla Robbins is hot? I thought she had her charm, yeah. She needs to eat a
1: cheeseburger, but other than that, we got one more, you guys. Yes. The man of the hour, the Tobo. Steven Tobolowski was 39 playing Mayor Bill Klepler. And who did you land on for this role Chelsea
0: a fucking cop-out a cop-out I really did Kevin Smith Um, <laughs> nope uh, he's coming back to reprise his role as playing Stephen Tobol. I can't say it
1: Tobolowski I can't
0: say it in a movie that he already did I went with John Ross Bowie okay same guy from before. Okay. <laughs> they have the same birthday. I can't recast him.
1: Yeah, it's really difficult. This is I probably like, uh, one of the more difficult. I mean, I've, because he's so distinctive, so unique.
0: Yeah, I've said it before, but like it really hit home on this one. And yeah. I was like, I fucking can't do it.
2: Yeah. Understood. Right on over to you, Sean. I love this recast. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. He is uh, 39 years old. Mm -hmm. No, I'm sorry. He's 40 years old. And uh, he's a writer, director, and actor. Um, He was a writer on Arrested Development. Yes. He was a writer on Comedy Bang Bang. He wrote Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Whoa. Um, You would know him from appearances, voice appearances uh, on Bob's Burgers. Uh, He was in Between Two Ferns, the movie. He has had an appearance in Brooklyn Nine Nine, nine nine, but he was the writer and star of the Netflix TV series Love. I went with Paul Rust. Oh, okay, yeah, that's great, dude. That's really good.
1: Uh, my my actor is thirty eight now, and he was in a few very obscure movies. Uh, the first one was called Super Bad. Never heard of it. Me neither. He's in This Is The End. Nope. He was on Freaks and Geeks and Silicon Valley with Stephen Tobolowsky. His name is Martin Starr. Lovely. Martin Starr is the pick of the episode.
0: I also <laughs> shopped
1: him. Yeah. Oh, guess what, guys? No overlap. We had no, no overlap this week. None. Yeah, we're all, um, maybe we're getting out of sync.
2: Hey, check in that last beer before we do our
1: okay. battle. This is a new release from Seminar Brewing and the thingswe don't say.com. It is uh, a percentage of the profits are going to mental health. And the back of the can lists the numbers for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, National Sexual Assault Hotline, Crisis Text Line for Veterans, The Trevor Project. Trans Lifeline and substance abuse and mental health services, so this beer is doing a good deed. It's called things we don't say things we don't Say uh and we're gonna crack it open now. Sean and I have both tried this, and the the dry hops are very aggressive aggressive they're they're
2: they're there. I poured a glass last night and it was practically green, pretty close, yeah. So if you like a hoppy, hoppy beer, mm-hmm. uh, check this out. And I guess what I should say is that I don't think, if I'm not mistaken, this is a, a shared recipe that brewers are encouraged to do in as part of this. Right. So um, wherever I, you are. I um, think it's great that we got involved in that. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Wherever you are, seek it out if you want to try it. Um, if and by we, I mean seminarbrewing.com. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely high high on the hoppy IBU scale
0: I also tried it
1: I
2: kind of like it. week I can't I can't lie
1: I'm gonna drink another one when I get home
0: I think no matter what you should just get it
1: yeah get it no matter what support um, the cause yeah and uh, even even if you don't enjoy it even if it's not your thing you are helping somebody exactly all right so uh, final thoughts on welcome home Roxy Carmichael Meh. Meh. Middling. Middling. Okay. I think I liked it a little bit more, but it, I wasn't blown away by it. Um, so we do have a bonus segment, and it's going to be a battle royale between the following heavy hitters. Of course, Steven Tobolowsky, mm-hmm. Alejandro Jodorowsky, <laughs> and Fyodor Dostoevsky. Oh, my Oh, my
0: God. God.
1: Now, for the listeners if you don't know Dostoevsky, he was a Russian novelist. Obviously, Steven Tobolowski, we've talked about at great length. And then Alejandro Jodorowsky, The Jodo to his Tobo is a very avant-garde experimental filmmaker/artist. Chelsea, you're first. Oh,
0: shit. I can't say any of these names correctly.
1: So you got um yep. Tobo, Tobo Jodo, Jodo, and uh Dosto.
0: I'm going to go with a Dosto. Dosto.
2: Um, Sean. <clears throat> I got to go with the real American hero, Tobolowski. Man. Tobolowski, yeah. And
1: to round it out, just for weirdness, I'm going Jodo. Woo. Alejandro Jodorowsky. Maybe this will be some consolation to the fact that you never got to make your Dune adaptation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would have been weird as shit. We want to wrap it up. I want to thank you, Chelsea, the Chop Chop regulator, for being here and doing what you do. Anything you want to plug? Trivia. Trivia is rocking and rolling, full steam ahead, Hold on to your butts. We'll be back this coming Wednesday. (laughs) Uh, I want to thank my co-host, the engineer, co-producer, Sean, the brew boss. Anything you want to plug, sir? The sneak preview trivia question. Yeah, it's at the beginning or the middle. You have to find out. Skippers
2: Uh, (laughs) Suckers
1: Uh, We want to plug the podcast itself Please rate, review, and subscribe to us On all of your podcatcher apps We're also online on podbean.com Just search for Cinema Chop Shop We are on Twitter, we're at Cinema Chop Shop We're Cinema Chop Shop on Facebook We're cinemachopshop at gmail.com If you ever feel the need to email This podcast Also, all of the beers that we checked in today Will be checked in on untapped That's U-N-T-A-P-P-D we are Cinema Chop Shop on there. And also, there won't be a video for this, but if you want to go back and see the cameo from Steven Tobolowski for my birthday, you can check out uh, Cinema Chop Shop podcast on YouTube. You can get a little uh, peek behind the curtain. And finally, farewell. Thank you to you, the listeners, the Chop Shoppers. Please go get that vax and tell people that you love them. And remember to... Watch, chop, retrofit.